Welcome to Healthcare Experience Matters. This podcast is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. And with today's episode, we're teaming with PRC. This podcast is dedicated to transforming the healthcare experience so that every person can receive and deliver the best care. I'm very excited for our guest today, Timothy C. Morrison. He's the Executive Director of Ambulatory Care and Service Lines with Stanford Healthcare in Palo Alto, California. He's joining us today to discuss burnout among medical assistants. Before I jump into asking you questions, I just want you to give our listeners a little background on your professional work life and Tell us a little bit about some of what your current role encompasses. Sure. Thanks, Casey, so much for having me today. I'm really really happy to share this information with everybody as well. I started in healthcare as a social worker. My clinical training is as a social worker, and I've worked in a variety of healthcare settings uh, before moving into leadership. I also taught for a couple of years social work practice uh, at the UCLA School of Public Affairs. And then as a healthcare leader, I've had a variety of experiences. Primarily, they've been in clinical operations, both in the hospital setting and also in ambulatory settings. And my current role encompasses both the operations and the strategy for a variety of essential service lines for Stanford Healthcare. We divide up our clinical portfolio in a variety of ways, and I have have a chunk of that. But this includes primary care, psychiatry, and some other service lines as well as our occupational health approach. So I have teams of people who are obviously seeing patients with doctors and nurses and clinics uh, really across the Bay Area and a large group of medical assistants in that team. And I'm sure many of our listeners are already aware of this, but if you just want to have us back up for a second, and if you could just clarify in familiar terms to people that maybe aren't in the know, um, how would you define the role of a medical assistant? So medical assistants are really the core workforce in an ambulatory practice, in a clinic, places where most of us go to see a doctor, really partnering with physicians to take care of patients. And they do all kinds of things from the front office work, like registration, screening, scheduling, to also that initial clinical care. Those are the people who take your blood pressure or weigh you. They're the people who give your kids immunizations or provide tests and things that doctors order. And then there's all this new work that medical assistants are taking on as the electronic age is entered healthcare, really handling a lot of care coordination. They're most likely the person who reads the message you send to your doctor's office first. They make sure it goes to a doctor or a nurse, or they might be able to just help you get that refill or get your test scheduled or look in your chart and provide the answer for you directly. Great. So that's one half of the equation here, talking about defining medical assistance. Now let's define burnout. How would you explain burnout to someone who wasn't familiar with it? Burnout gets defined in a lot of ways, but I would sort of summarize it as when a person is experiencing decreased fulfillment in their role, decreased pleasure or engagement in the kind of work that they do, and really an an inability to engage in their work fully. And it, it can show up in decreased productivity or things like that, but Maybe more importantly, it disrupts people's health and their well-being. It might look like depression, might impact their sleep or their relationships. So it's far more impactful than to just the the workplace. Now I want to ask a little bit about a recent study that you co-authored. It's entitled 
factors affecting burnout among medical assistants. So how was this research conducted that went into this? And quite frankly, what did we learn from it? Well, the research was conducted by surveying medical assistants across Stanford Healthcare. And we took a professional fulfillment and burnout tool that has been used with physicians for several years to measure physicians' professional fulfillment and burnout. And there's a lot of literature about the increasing burnout among physicians in our world. I think a lot of people are very familiar with that. But nobody had studied medical assistants and asked, what about medical assistants' burnout and fulfillment? And so we took the opportunity to to do that. And so the first important thing about the research was we were able to validate that the tool was reliable to use with medical assistants. And this is really good news because now we can use a tool across multiple disciplines. In addition, the data for our medical assistants showed us that medical assistants actually had higher professional fulfillment and lower burnout than physicians from from those studies. We asked some questions about how medical assistants cope, what they know about communication strategies, and how do they stay healthy and engaged. Probably should have entitled the study Professional Fulfillment Among Medical Assistants because that's really what they showed us is they're they're quite professionally fulfilled. We learned that they have really good coping strategies when they're feeling stressed. They take walks, they take breaks, they rely on their family and friends, they pray, And they don't engage really in destructive coping strategies. So I think this also suggests that perhaps these these kinds of coping strategies are what impacts lower burnout. And maybe we can all learn from this profession, this group of professionals, about how they're staying fulfilled and productive in a very stressful work environment. Yeah, that's great information. And of course, so much of what this podcast covers comes back to the patient experience. So as key professionals supporting physicians, why is it important that medical assistants are studied like this in regard to burnout and professional fulfillment? And and please discuss some of the impact that has on the patient experience. So the health force group at UCSF has been sharing information about our anticipated workforce shortage among physicians in California, but, but this impacts the whole country. And Medical assistants are one of the largest growing fields, fast growing field. However, most organizations can't recruit fast enough. And almost half of organizations reported difficulty in recruiting enough medical assistants to keep their operations running well. So I think that if we can't retain them, first of all, and we continue to experience an MD shortage, the lack of access to things like primary care in our communities will really suffer. And so having enough medical assistance to support the physician workforce, which is not growing, is really critical to our future public health. So from the patient's perspective, having enough medical assistance around will allow them to continue to have access as physician work groups have to become more efficient in how they manage larger groups of people, really with fewer physicians. It's very well said. So what's next? Where do we go from here, knowing what we know now based on this research? You know, how do we go about ensuring the issue of burnout among medical assistants is addressed? One of the most important findings, I think, from the study was that the highest relationship for burnout for the medical assistants was about their lack of confidence in their organization's understanding of burnout or what to do about burnout. 
the negative perception of the organization's response was the highest predictor of burnout. So I think the message is pretty clear for leaders. We need to be transparent about what we know about our staff, what we know about burnout, and the things we're trying to do, the things that are working, aren't working, and why it's important to us as an organization. And the medical assistants also told us that improved team communication, improved workflows, all the things we do to keep making our organizations better also help support them. And one other important note, that bad behavior interpersonally needs to be addressed by leaders. I call this one out especially because I think it's interesting. They just note that they want their leaders to support their own interpersonal relationships on the team, keep the team healthy, and allow them to to work in a safe and, and healthy environment. This has been a great discussion so far. I think our listeners are really going to get a lot out of this one. As I work towards wrapping up, is there anything you learned from this study or really any of your research about medical assistance in burnout that has surprised you? I don't think I was really surprised by what the research told us because the reason I embarked on this research was because I really have known for a long time the value and the strength of the, the medical assistant team. So I'm really feel like this was a great opportunity to validate the importance and success of that of that discipline in our workforce. I might have been more surprised at how much more fulfilled and less burned out they were than physicians. I think that was very interesting. So there's so much to learn about the kinds of things they're doing as individuals and as groups to stay fulfilled. I think we can all learn from that. And that our focus as leaders in healthcare has to remain on both. We need to sustain and improve things for the medical assistants. And clearly, we have to keep leaning in to better support the physicians in our workforce. That's a pretty good summary. Anything else we missed? Anything uh, valuable you think the listeners should hear before we close it out here? And also, if listeners are interested in learning more, perhaps reading the study, where can they go to you know, get that information? Sure. Perhaps the other thing, which I haven't studied, but perhaps we can all consider as healthcare leaders, is that medical assistants are one one group of professions in our in our environments. And there are other groups that support physicians and nurses that might be similar to medical assistants. And I think there's a little bit of a trap we can get into around thinking that we always default to supporting the highest level of education or the most uh, advanced technology group, but that these groups of people who maybe it's a fast, fast academic program to do this kind of work, teach us so much, do so many things, and and we don't have to be trapped in that fulfillment or advancement is always about becoming or getting an advanced degree or doing something that is at another, what we might perceive to be a a higher level profession or something like that. We must put the same effort and energy into these very vital parts of our workforce. And I think that's how our health system will survive in the long run. Uh, and if people want to learn more, uh, this was uh, my study was published in the Journal of Healthcare Management uh, last year, and uh, I would also be happy to talk to people about it as well if they want to learn more. Certainly, we will include that information with today's podcast description that listeners can check out. Again, folks, you've been listening to Timothy C. Morrison. He is the Executive Director, Ambulatory Care and Service Lines with Stanford Healthcare in Palo Alto, California. Thank you so much for your time today. Thanks for having me. 
Thank you for listening to today's episode of Healthcare Experience Matters. Healthcare Experience Matters is brought to you by the Healthcare Experience Foundation. With today's episode teeming with PRC. To learn more, visit healthcareexperience.org. That's healthcareexperience.org.